We're recording. Hello. Hello. And welcome. Episode three. Epi- oh my god, episode three already? One, we two, are on three. a roll. We are on a roll. Lit trap. Do, 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 do. Skibidi-bidi-boo. And then the music comes in. And then the music, and then the music happens. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody's got a cold. I still have a cold. Oh, after a week? <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Goodness <coughs> gracious. I still okay. feel great. <clears throat> That's awesome for you. Mm-hmm. All right, so production notes. Oh, production notes. So what's your what's your favorite show this week, Danielle? My favorite show this week is Spring Awakening. Oh. Um, beautiful show. Leah Michelle originated in it. So did uh, Jonathan Groff. Love Jonathan Groff. Beautiful, mm. beautiful man. He's um, delicious. Great show. The show itself was uh, like a regular play and then in Germany, and they banned the script. And then somebody found it like way later and wrote music for it and turned it into a musical. And so the like difference between the, like, the text and the music is really interesting. Um, and Leah Michelle started that at like 14 and there's that really crazy like basically sex scene in it she was doing that with Jonathan Groff when she was like lucky super young <laughs> but I mean it didn't get onto Broadway until after she was not a minor anymore like I'm not quite sure how old she was but when they started it because she like originated originated the role like through workshops and previews and there's all that a moth stuff. on your head I know look out for me anyway she did all of it which is pretty crazy so James what's your show of the week. My favorite show of the week is The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> I remember being at the movie store when I was a, a kid and seeing that movie on the shelf and thinking, my mom would never let me rent that. It says Whorehouse in the title. <laughs> and sure enough, she didn't. But I was always like, I just, I don't know, taken by the whole, like the, the picture on the front and obviously Dolly Parton and right. I was really kind of enamored by the cover. The cover. Uh, but I didn't end up seeing the movie. I've never seen it on stage. I've only seen the movie. Okay. I'd like to see it on stage. Um, but uh, I got sidetracked by that thing crawling up the post. Oh, That's gross. huge. It's a very large bug. We're outside again, and there's bugs everywhere. <clears throat> um, anyway, we'll probably have to cut this part. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I? Oh, the first time I saw it was... God. Probably 10 years ago. Not that long ago. Uh I mean, I was in my 20s. And I loved it because it's a phenomenal musical. Wonderful music. Dancing. I've always wanted to, like, do it, but there's just so much dancing in that show. It would probably be impossible to do around here. Much like Newsies. Um, But interesting fact about the best little whorehouse in Texas if you're familiar with the characters, which you, Daniel, are probably not. I am not. Um, but the guy, the, the Dom DeLuise character who played uh, Melvin P. Thorpe, he was the newsman. This is based on an actual story of a place called the Chicken Ranch okay. in Texas, which was a whorehouse. Okay. A true story of a... Of a you know, this this guy who tried to shut it down, but the sheriff of the town was protecting the chicken ranch because he was sleeping with the 
madam or whatever uh-huh. you call her. Yeah, the, the Dolly madam. Parton character. The woman who's like in charge of it. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so it's it's based on a true story of this uh, news guy called what was his name Zindler. Anyway, uh, the exterior of the chicken ranch at the Universal lot um, is where the Bates house from Psycho was filmed. The original one or Bates Motel? Uh, the like original mean? Psycho or the Bates Motel show? No, the original Psycho. Oh. Yeah. So, and also the best little whorehouse in Texas when it opened in 1982. Not opened. When the movie came out, he's reading it was the IMDb. The page. most <laughs> successful movie musical of the 1980s. Oh wow! How about that? Compared to what other shows? Do you know? Does it say what other um, came, ones came out that year? Like during well, that Little Shop of Horrors came out in that decade oh, with Rick yeah. Moranis. Uh, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head that did. But have you? You've never seen that. We should watch that. There's a lot it's, of movies I haven't seen. That I know. I think I should see. Um, also, The Birdcage. She yes, hasn't yes, seen. yes, yes. I know, I know. And I have a um, Robin Williams tattoo and everything. So, yeah, you you gotta see those. That's my. Yeah. That's my well, good recommendation. Work looking up stuff, even if you're reading it straight off the IMDb page. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you'll just have facts in your head like I do. Um. Good work, James. Nice job. Thank you. And I will... You know, you sold me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Now on to our mid-meeting moments. Mid-meeting moment. Good song, James. It was like a train. <laughs> we could talk about trains. Mid-meeting moment. The other day, well, I guess it was a week ago now, I got stopped in Independence, but not on the main stretch of road, which I get stopped... Stop killing bugs on the podcast. Sorry. I get stopped by trains quite a bit in Independence, because there's a big train track that goes oh, is it, straight is through downtown. Oh, is it a big train track? Bigger than all, all, the, all the other train tracks? Bigger than all the others. But, okay, so there's this side street that gets you to Salem faster, and the track goes through there. I've never been stopped at that part on Stryker. However, the other day, I got stopped... And it wasn't even by a train. It was by this odd machine on the train track. And then it was, like, on both sides of the track, it was, like, shooting these spikes into the ground and then lifting the train track and then putting it down and moving, like, a couple feet ahead and doing it over and over and over again, like, at each of the... Railroad ties? Yeah. And I don't know what it was doing. It sort of looked like it was cleaning it, although I don't know why it was cleaning. It wasn't spraying anything or, like... It was weird, and I was irritated because it took so long. And if they're going to do stuff like that, they should warn somebody. There should be a sign-up that says, this thing's going to be coming. Don't come this way. <laughs> but I don't know what it was. And I don't know enough about trains. I would imagine they're, like, I don't know, making sure the tracks are stable. But it's, it was literally pulling it out of the ground. Like, it was lifting the track. Yeah, maybe they're, like, re-leveling them or something. I mean, maybe, but it caught it to forever. And I mean, that that's an important me... thing to do. Nobody wants a train to come off the tracks. It's really true. That but I just me. feel like if that sort of thing is scheduled, and you should let a girl know. You should. I uh, hate getting stopped by the train. I hate sitting right there at the front. It just terrifies me. That, trains like, are so Your car's giant. just going to get, like, sucked in. 
No, that like one's gonna fall off the tracks and like crash into me. I mean, I feel like. I mean, it's illogical, but. Well, no. One time in the middle of the night, I was driving through Salem and I got stopped at the train tracks by like that Safeway downtown, and it was the train was. All it was was just like flatbed train cars, with like army tanks on it. Oh. It was the scariest, most like pre-apocalyptic, like sketchy thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like World War I was War the II. only one anywhere near. Like I stopped at these train tracks. I'm the only one. There's no other people. There's no other cars. And this train comes by, and it was just train car after train car after train car, of like tanks. Weird. Like you're living in 1930s Germany. It was so strange, and I was having this moment of like. Am I dreaming or like am I in the Twilight Zone or something weird? Like there's no one else. And there's usually like transient people or whatever like hanging out right there by that Safeway. You know, there's like always people asking for money on those corners because yeah. it's right downtown. Mm-hmm. No one. Nothing. Not a soul. Strange. wonder if it was a dream. It wasn't a dream because I have pictures of it still. However, <laughs> it was very, very weird. I just really don't like getting stopped by the train. It's a real pain in the butt. When I was living in Corvallis, going to Oregon State... My dorm building was on the opposite side of the train tracks as the rest of campus. Mm-hmm. And you could hear the train coming, and people would like... Oh, uh, this f- fucking... The sirens are going to be on the background. Maybe. We should pause for a second and let those dissipate. Don't lose your train of thought, though. You, you need to like pick up back where okay, we were. <laughs> where are they going, you figure? I don't know. Should have had if my If you scanner. had your scanner. It's in my car. Okay, I think they're done. Okay, anyway, so I lived on... My dorm room, or my dorm building, was on the opposite side of the train tracks that the rest of the campus was. And so you could hear the train coming, and it was like a mass exodus of the building, especially if the train was coming, like, within the 15 minutes before the hour because people were trying to go to class. And so people oh, would yeah. be, like, running down I the stairs. I know exactly what you're talking about. Or they would be, like, nobody got in the elevator at that point. I mean, it was, like, a seven-story building. People were just, like, running down the stairs with, like, their backpacks and, like, their shoes not even on and, like, running through the parking lot to get over the tracks before the train because if you didn't, you were SOL, like, you were going to be late. And it yeah. was always so funny because there were two, no, three dorm buildings on that side of campus and a dining hall. And so people would just come running out of the buildings to try and get across the tracks. And die, probably. Jeez. No, nobody died. But it was pretty funny. Well, I hate trains. I like train tracks, like toy size. And (laughs) someday when I'm older and, like, retired, I'm going to build a train set, like a a big one. In your yard? No, like up in the attic or something. Have you seen those ones? There's a place by where my grandparents live where somebody turned their front yard into, like, a little... Like a little community. It's like, it reminds me of like Mr. Rogers when he goes to the train track thing in the show. No. But when I was a kid, there was this show called Silver Spoons with mm-hmm. Ricky Schroeder. And he had a train in his house. And that's all. That's all. <laughs> well, he like, this person who lives with my grandparents had like, they like they redid their front yard, so it's like this whole landscape, and it looks like this little village. And then there's a train that runs through the yard on That's the track, cute. and then it comes up. I don't know if it goes into the backyard. I've never like seen the whole thing, but the front yard is all done up, like a little community. It's very cute. 
Adorable. Adorbs. So that's that, y'all. What are you clicking on? Just changing it so that it shows me the time, not the beats of the measure. Oh. So I know what time we're at. Anyhow, good meeting, mid-meeting moment. James. About trains. About trains. Who'd have thunk it? Planes, trains. Are we done talking about trains? I took a train not too long ago. Me too. You took it like a sleeper train. I did. How was that? It was crap. <laughs> I got, okay, can I just say something about Amtrak right now? Sure. Clearly not, not known for, to be the most, you know, Timely? elaborate oh, and elaborate. exquisite, okay. um, you know, mode of transportation. Okay. Um, but a man and I, I won't mention his name in this podcast, <laughs> although he was mentioned in a previous <laughs> podcast, we took an overnight train from Salem, no, we took it from Portland to Whitefish, Montana. Yes. And on a whim, basically. On a whim. So, when you and we got a sleeper car, so you pay a little bit more money, mm-hmm. and you get like your own personal like room with beds that fold down and like, like a bug sink. Beds, basically. Yeah, and you get free meals on the train, which sounded great. Great, you know, it's it sounded like a real you know five star experience. How long is the trip? Uh, well, we left, oh God, I think we left at like two o'clock in the afternoon and then got there at six in the morning, seven in the morning the next day. Okay. But most of that time was being stopped in Spokane while they connect, like reconfigure the train. Mm -hmm. So the bullshit part of it was that we took, so we were supposed to get a meal, Mm -hmm. but the problem is the dining car, which is the... which is the meal experience that you want on the train, Uh wasn't attached to the train until after you get to Spokane. So that first night, they bring you a nasty box dinner full of stuff that you don't want. It's like cold. It was just like a nasty sandwich with like (laughs) rotting fruit and yogurt. I don't know. It was just, it wasn't, it was not good. Yeah. It was really disappointing. And then so... The next morning, you could get up and you could go get free food. But again, that wasn't in the dining car. It was like pastries that you could get for free down in the snack car. Okay. And then, so on our way back, it was like the same thing because we got there in the evening. Wait. Yeah, the train left in the evening. But the by the time we got in the, on the train, the dinner... <laughs> had already passed. Okay. And so we never actually got to eat in the dining car, like the <laughs> trip there and the trip back because... But you paid for it. But we paid for it. So needless to say, Not if you're crazy. traveling from Portland to Whitefish, Montana, <laughs> don't. don't bother. <laughs> because the sleeper Bring car... Bring your own snacks. In the sleeper car anyway, it's like, it's so small. Not worth the price. If you're going across the country, like from Portland to New York or something... You might want to spring for the, the private car, but I did not feel first class no. on that train. And the only good part of it was that, like, before we boarded the train, we got to sit in, like, the special area of the, yeah, the train okay. station, and you got free coffee. <laughs> but that was about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, and you had a private room to do the nasty Yes, the we, we did. We did. Uh, that. We did that on the train, which was kind of fun. <laughs> well, I went on an Amtrak, not with a boy, just by myself. You went with your family. 
Oh, I guess I did that too. I was talking about when I went to Washington. We did. We just took a train not that long ago um, to Seattle. That to get pretty, on your cruise. To get on the cruise. And that was fine. It's just, it's a long trip being confined to that. Especially with all these people that you know. I kind of would rather do it alone, I think. Yeah. Because then you just, like, you can, you know, zone out and read or something and not have to worry about anybody else. It takes how many hours to get from Salem to Portland or to uh, Seattle? It's like five and a half hours, I think. Six five hours. Five and a half hours. And the flight, I flew from Portland to Seattle one time and it's like 30 minutes. Right. I mean, the train is nice because you don't have to worry about anything. Um, but, I don't know. That's fine. Okay. Are we done talking about trains? We're, I think so. <laughs> we've kind of beat the dead horse yeah. on the trains subject. But that's okay. That's okay, because now let's look into it. You know what I'd like to look into? <laughs> I'd like to look into why <clears throat> I'm made to feel like an asshole for, <laughs> for asking for the tomatoes with no lettuce touching them when I go to Subway. Okay, well, can we just, let's backtrack a moment back to the post-it that James had written for this show that says, with a box next to it, like he's going to check it I off. I will check it off. Menu slash Subway and best little WH. From before. Those are my show notes. Yes. Noink. <laughs> so anyhow, yes, James has a... Okay, so when you go into Subway mm-hmm. and you're going through the line and you're picking out your vegetables and all that nonsense, okay, I don't want the nasty tomatoes that have been sitting there where they've, like, dropped shreds of lettuce all over the tomatoes. It just grosses me James out. James hates lettuce. And then every time I go into Subway, mm-hmm. I ask for the tomatoes without lettuce The let- lettuce-free tomatoes. Yeah. And they look at me like I'm... Just a monster. I'm telling you, I'll tell them you're allergic. No one's allergic to lettuce. I've tried that before. <laughs> and people... People are allergic to lettuce. No, no if one's... If you al- can be allergic to the sun, you can be allergic <laughs> to lettuce. If you're allergic to lettuce, you're allergic to water. And no, if you're allergic things. to water, you're dead. There's other things in Not lettuce. really. Well, what is it that makes it green? I don't know. Chlorophyll? <laughs> <laughs> Well, nonetheless, James has lots and lots and lots of things he will not eat. One of the biggest eaters I've ever met, in fact. Yeah. Rivaling my cousin who only eats cheese pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just picky about how my food is prepared and presented. Right. One One of my biggest pet peeves, well, is the word pet peeve or the phrase pet peeve. Oh, and I, now I've said it three times. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what really grinds my gears is oh, when geez, I go into... That's better than pet What really gets my goat <laughs> when I go into a restaurant is... And for some reason, this is especially um, uh, like exclusive to Mexican restaurants. I don't think so, but keep going. I think it is. Thought. So when you open the menu mm-hmm. and you're reading through the, mm-hmm. the, the, the ingredients, like under the item, uh-huh. it lists what's like in what's it? in it. Like, oh, this comes uh-huh. with three fried beans and it comes with chopped tomatoes and, you know. Yes, I understand the concept get, of a menu. Okay, concept of a menu. Yes. <laughs> okay, and then when your plate comes. There's other things. Other things are on it. 
For example, uh-huh. and this this gets me all the time, is fucking scallions. And they garnish it with scallions on I top. See, and then I sit there for 15 the t- minutes while everybody else is eating with a fork, picking out <laughs> the goddamn scallions off of the top see, of my food. That's precisely why I think that your, your previous comment about it being more exclusively Mexican restaurants isn't real. Because they don't use scallions and green onions. That's not a thing. In Mexican restaurants? Not nearly as much. I mean, not, this is not... When you run into scallions and green onions, you're okay. not in a Mexican restaurant. All right. Well, okay, fine. Like Chinese restaurants, too, because they'll mix those in sometimes with the fried rice. Yes. Yeah. Or okay. when we go to Sherry's. Or Sherry's. Right. You get your green onion issue. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I completely understand. Although, you knowing how picky you are about your I food, shouldn't you have to assume... Have. That they're going to put something on my food that isn't listed on the menu. Okay. Sometimes, though, we order food, and you say yes to something, and then I have to correct you in front of them, which is very awkward, because I know you're not going to eat it when it shows up. For instance, we were at that deli downtown, Wild Pear, and you ordered some sort of sandwich, and they asked you if you wanted it toasted, and you were like, oh, yes, that sounds great. And then I had to stop you because I knew that that meant that all of your vegetables on there would be hot, and then you were like, oh, my God, I can't eat that. I don't know why I didn't think of it. See, that's what I'm concerned about is that you're mad about this, but maybe if you just, like, paid a little more attention to what you were ordering, you would be able to fill in the blanks. Okay, when they brought me the sandwich and it was grilled and I, you know, witnessed the hot tomatoes on the bread, I wouldn't have bitched at them for that. No, but you would have bitched to me, and you would have bitched loudly for them to hear. Because that's the other thing that James does that, you know, really grinds my gears, is that we'll go <laughs> to a restaurant, and he will get something that he's ordered that sometimes has things on it that doesn't that weren't on the menu, but also sometimes that were that he just wasn't paying attention to. And then he will loudly talk about how aggravated he is by it. Also, I think I stole water today from the convenience store. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but he will loudly complain about it, dramatically, and uh, 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 over and over and over again. And it gets really embarrassing because it's his own fault half the time. No, not half the time. Yes. Okay, James stole the water from a convenience store. We're going to have no, a tangent. No, possibly. It's not for sure. Here's the tangent. Let's look into it tangent. <sighs> Okay, so I was thirsty. We were driving around today. It's it was a hot day. We were I needed some water. Some errands, yes. So I run into the AM PM, trying to be quick because we are you know on a time. We were. Crunch. We needed to get going. It's uh, so I got a water, brought it up to the counter, and the lady brings it up. Yes. Doesn't even say any, anything to me first off. Like oh. Hello. You know, hello, or... Right. did you find everything? Yes, blah, blah, blah. something. Classic. She just, like, completely ignores me, scans it, and then answers the telephone. Yes. Okay? Well, I slide my card through the thing, mm-hmm. and she proceeds to talk on the phone, like, walks around, isn't even looking at me, and it clearly says on the little readout thing on the pad, waiting for a cashier to do what, whatever the fuck. <laughs> right. It said that. those words exactly to do whatever the fuck and so I'm standing there for a minute probably not a minute it was probably more like 10 seconds while she was gabbing on the phone (laughs) I was like excuse me excuse me it's waiting for you to do something and she just completely ignored me so I picked up the water and I walked out of the store (laughs) 
mid-transaction. So he does not even sure. Like it starts my foot. He doesn't have any recollection of actually putting in a pin number. He definitely didn't sign for anything. So he could have gotten his water. It might be stolen. But there was somebody behind me, and who knows? Maybe they just added charged. their stuff to your. But sometimes with that card, you don't have to put in a pin number. So I need to check my account and see. But rude service that just gets me because I'm not rude when I go into a restaurant. I'm very personable, and I'm I'm very no. I'm I have very good manners everywhere I go, (laughs) and I'm a pleasant (laughs) fucking person. Okay, uh huh. Sometimes people just aren't. Well, the other problem is that if James, we we've learned over the years. That if James is hungry, sleepy, needs to use the restroom, needs a smoke, or hasn't had enough coffee, he's very mean. And so nine times out of ten we're going to restaurants, he's hungry already, which doesn't help anything. And then if the service is slow, then he's not getting his beverage or his coffee or whatever, and then he becomes instantly upset. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like taking him to a restaurant is just like, it's really we should know better. Because well, he's already mean by the time we get there. Generally, I'm a I'm a nice person though. But I there are some things that that get to me easily, and that's being hungry. Yeah. Or not having coffee immediately in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Especially when camping. <sighs> that's a story for another time. <laughs> you have anything else to talk about, James? Anything else you wanna um, say about that? Or anything? I mean, you got any? any did words? I talk about my stub toe on the last podcast? Yes, you did. You clipped your toenails, remember? Oh, that's right. It's disgusting. I'm trying to think of the events of this past week. <laughs> um, yeah, do we have a teaser for next week? Something. Tune in. Oh, well, we are going to be uh, toying with the idea of Yeah, potentially we'll be in two different locations Cross-state. Because James has to go back to Palm Springs. I do. To leave us forever. <sighs> Just until March. He's moving back. Well, we'll see. Mark your words. Danny's picking her nose. <laughs> it itched. There's a lot of bugs around here. I think one flew up my nostril. Anyhow, James is moving back in March, but until then, we've got to figure out how to do this when he goes back to Palm Springs. So I have a feeling this podcast is going to be really big in Estonia. Oh, do you? Why? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's the Estonians really, will be very interested in what we have to very, say. It's a very, very obscure location, but okay. It's just Eastern Europe. But why? I don't know. Did you tell Kevin about it? Is he? Oh, Kevin's not in Estonia. No, I know, but that's our one-way ticket to Europe. That's true. That's a that's a very good point. We need to have him um, share it with all of his friends. Yes. And coworkers in Berlin. Yes. I'm really looking forward to getting guests. Excuse you. I'm really looking forward. To getting a guest on our podcast. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do that. Well, we have people in mind. True. But someday. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not probably any time in the next couple. But soon-ish. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll have a podcast. We go to um, Mount Hood for New Year's. Maybe we'll have a Mount Hood cast. Oh, we should. We also need to start looking into... We also need to start looking into who's actually coming. Yes. 
because there are some people we do and don't want to come. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds very exclusive of us. It's a very exclusive party. Anyhow, maybe, maybe, maybe Mount Hood cast. All right. Until we come up with a proper goodbye. Bye, matches. Bye.